Welcome back to Tom Sox today. I'm your host, Malachi Keys, joined by my guest host, Joe Callahan. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about our upcoming game tonight. Uh, that means Thursday. It starts at 7. We will be playing the Waynesboro Generals. Uh, free admission to Charlottesville High School, their baseball field, courtesy of Carter Bank and Trust. Uh, Joe, what do you? What are your thoughts going into this game tonight? I think my first thought is, first of all, welcome to the top Tom Sox. Um, as we played the Waynesboro Generals in Waynesboro on Tuesday, and we secured the number one spot in the South of the Valley League. So I think the story right now is to look to keeping that, maintaining that, going throughout the season and trying to, you know, keep the success of the six-game win streak rolling. And I think it's, you know, obvious to say that that's the longest win streak in the Valley League so far. It was three when we had in the beginning of the season, and now we've just opened the floodgates and, you know, struck gold with the new players that we've acquired during these last six games. And when we played them in Waynesboro, we beat them eight to four with a four run sixth inning. And it's just, it's such a different team from the beginning of the year. I mean, when you talk yes. about the acquisitions of Amos, Cole Wagner, Toplansky, <laughs> um, and then these, the players that keep, you know, showing their stripes, Satchel Norman, uh, gave, uh, Gavin Abrams, you have, you know, so many players that, we, we kind of had to wait for until they came from the college baseball playoffs. And then now we are just looking like a full team. We have yes. two players who have played in at least six games who have over a 390 batting average. And Cole Wagner has 12 RBIs in the six games that he's played. So it just – the the production that we've got from the new players is just astonishing and we're just looking to to forego that you know costly three game four game slides that we had in the beginning of the season and now taking this six game win streak and keep rolling with it yeah, absolutely a six game win streak uh we started off the year i remember we were struggling to put up maybe like even five runs in a game all of a sudden, we like you said, the floodgates are opening with the amount of runs scored. Like I believe we've been averaging somewhere around like ten runs scored per game. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous! It's a complete change, one eighty from what we were doing earlier this season. Yep. So, and what do you expect? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, uh, and when we talk about the other teams that we were playing. I mean, we, we've played the Harrisonburg Turks a lot. They're in second place at 10 and 6. And then Waynesboro is coming in by a very close third at 10 and 7. And we've been back and forth with these teams all season. And now we get another shot to go back to back against one team. We were supposed to play the Stanton Braves, who are now in last place yesterday. But unfortunately, it was rained out. And we get to, you know, come back home to try to secure a, a further break from the generals and hopefully keep within the Turks. But yeah, it's just, it's just playing to our strengths now in a totally different team. Yeah, 
for sure. Um, so like we've been talking about, we've been putting up a lot of runs. Um, so what, what kind of expectations can your average Tom Sox fan uh, come out and expect to see against the Waynesboro Generals tonight? What's maybe like your score prediction? Score prediction, I would like to see somewhere around eight to two. If I'm really, if I'm, if I'm fishing for runs, because I mean, obviously our offense has been booming. Um, and the one thing that has stayed consistent this entire season is our bullpen. We've had great pitching during this entire season. I mean, we had a, a multitude of pitchers under a three ERA. I believe right now, as I'm looking at it, we have nine. Um, and then we, we, we kind of mold into a lot of pitchers between that four and six range, which is average getting to a little bit below average. But when you talk about the amount of pitchers that we have on this roster, that's very great to see. Uh, McLaughlin has just been great for closing games out, especially after we get these late pushes with multi-run four, five, six runs in one inning to come back and then have McLaughlin put it away. And the only thing that I really want to see from the Tom Sox is, again, getting runs in before there's two outs on the board to solidify more offense. But right now, you're not complaining with it. And then another consistent, like, more consistency from the bullpen. It's kind of faded a little bit as it was the last um, few games in the season. And then you, you go to giving up six runs against the cannons and then before that giving eight seven and you're you're kind of forcing yourself to score 10 runs a game in order to win games so I, I just want to see a little bit more consistency from the bullpen but other than that if you're talking about score prediction I would like to go eight to two but if we're going on the same trend I like to see somewhere around eight to six yeah, and we don't we don't hit a ton of home runs. Like we don't hit really well for power, I don't think. But we do get a ton of hits in. Like we'll have 20 hits in a game, I feel like. Um and I'm I'm really looking forward to that offense because for me, I'm the type of guy that likes to see a lot of offense in baseball. I don't really appreciate like one to one scores going into the the ninth inning, you know. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate the Tom Sox playing style, actually. Yeah, um, it's, it's, also, it's also because we built the team like that. I mean, our our GM, Mike, actually finds players that uh, focus on contact rather than power, and then the power comes with it. So when you get into those runs where you're putting the ball into the outfield rather than over the wall, it's it's sort of the foundation to a better, a better offensive uh, baseball team. Yeah, absolutely. So shifting gears now, we're going to be talking about Gronk's, Rob Gronkowski's retirement. Uh, what First off, what are your thoughts when you heard that report come out, Joe? When you talk about what's happening in professional sports, that this is the thing that intrigues your mind. I mean, tonight we have the NBA draft talking about who's going first. Paolo Bancaro, where is he going Rockets, Pistons, Magic trying to revitalize their franchises. You have the Stanley Cup finals where Colorado has taken a 3-1 lead against the Tampa Bay Lightning, and it, they tied it up because McKinnon luckily kicked it into the coal. And then you have the MLB in full swing and the New York Yankees looking to 
repeat their 1998 run. I don't know if that's going to happen. But the one thing that actually is the most thought-provoking is the greatest, if not one of the greatest tight ends, saying that he's done and might not even be done is amazing to me. Gronk has been such a vital part of the Buccaneers franchise in the last three years. So when you talk about coming out now, and and especially since TB12 is back, I I did not think that Gronk was going to say or even consider retirement. But now, like, I'm going to be honest, the first reaction I had was, I'll give it three weeks. I think, I think, Brady's going to miss Gronk, Gronk's going to miss football, and Brady's going to try to get him back. Yeah, those were kind of the lines my thoughts crossed. Uh, I think that I'm just going to be frank right now. I'm a a huge Patriots fan, a huge Patriots fan, so I'm a little bit salty about this situation. But um, So Gronk is Tom Brady's security blanket. We all know that when Tom Brady's in trouble, first person he looks at is Gronk. See if he's open. Uh, my thoughts were similar to yours about like give it three weeks. <clears throat> I'm not really. I don't think three weeks. I don't think that's going to happen. We've already seen him retire before. He retired for like an entire two years, or I think it was one year actually. Excuse me. Um, I think if Tom Brady gives Gronk the call somewhere midseason, maybe they're like five and six or something or they're about to go into the playoffs, they really need an extra tight end, like Cameron Bray gets injured or something. Tom gives um, Gronk the call. Hey, Gronk, I really need you right now. You know, I feel Gronk would come back just because Tom Brady and Gronk are buds, they're best friends, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think it's definitely possible that we see another Gronk return. I wouldn't rule it out at all, especially since he's retired once and now he's coming back or he came back. And now he's retiring again. I just I don't buy it. I don't know if I bought the first one, though, because I feel like the first one was just because Gronk wanted to play with Brady. And then in that stint, they didn't know if Brady was going to come back. And then when Brady goes down to Tampa, he kind of was like, all right, do I have a spot if in turn – you're going to be playing with the Buccaneers. And they ultimately obviously said yes. And then Gronk was a vital part of the Super Bowl run. He was a vital part of the playoff run last year, even though it came to a screeching halt. He was a vital part in that game against the Rams. So when you talk about Gronk coming back, I don't, I I would actually say I wouldn't rule out him staying retired because I think it's more likely that he comes back if I'm going to be real really honest with you but it's also a difference in his health maybe he's talking about his body just he doesn't know if it can it can you know take that punishment anymore we've seen him wear the arms uh, sleeve for a, a long time in his career because they literally said if you don't play with it your arm is not going to be able to be used so maybe he's taking that into consideration maybe he wants to start a family maybe he wants to stay home or he's thinking about the future rather than playing right now but I think if you give it a few weeks Brady will get him back out yeah and I think one thing you pointed out um with health uh, we saw him get emotional over him losing his love of football 
once he first retired from the Patriots in 2019. Um, you know, I'm sure having a ton of injuries, which Gronk has has persevered through throughout his career. He's had a back, he's had a shoulder, he's had an elbow, literally anything you can imagine injury-wise outside of maybe like an ACL, Gronk has had. So um, I, I also wouldn't rule out him completely being retired, but I just feel like whenever in doubt, Tom's going to call Gronk. And we saw it with him going to Tampa, but – I really just – I see it happening where he just comes back for maybe a couple of weeks. But he also – he has other career uh, objectives. Like, we saw him at Fox Sports for mm-hmm. a year once he was retired. He was an excellent broadcaster. He's done some work with the WWE. Um, he, he has other career aspirations, I'm sure. But I just believe that connection between Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, probably the greatest – quarterback tight end connection in NFL history uh, will just beat any other connection uh, regardless if it's like your, your mind's connection to injury or whatever is going on. Yeah. I, I also think that when you talk about a guy like Gronk, I kind of wrote it off and especially you being a Patriots fan, you can kind of detest this. I always thought that even if Gronk says he's going to retire, Gronk is going to play as long as Tom Brady's there. I don't know how the extent goes with Tom Brady playing until he's 45-50, but I, it, in the years going on now, I always viewed Gronkowski playing until Brady says that it's enough. Maybe his first, like Tom Brady's first kind of stint where he's like, oh, I'm retiring. Maybe that made him think of the future. And then he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to retire. And then when he came back, he's kind of like, oh, well, I'm already in, you know, retirement mode right now. So I'm going to say that and then make my own comeback again. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like Gronk is – I don't know if it's just because him coming back again um, the last time. I, I just feel like he's not done. Yeah, me neither. He has – I will say this. He has lost a step just a tad. He's maybe not as fast as he was. He's not as dynamic as he once was maybe like five, six years ago. But he's still Gronk. He's still a dominant physical presence. Uh, He kind of reminds me of a basketball player, just the way he bodies people. Mm -hmm. You know, I I loved him that 20, I think it was 2014. That season, he was just going off. And I'd love to see that Gronk again. I don't know if we ever will, but. There's no doubt in my mind that he's the greatest tight end of all time, so he will be missed. So uh, that concludes this episode of Tom Sox today. Uh, hopefully we see you tonight at 7. We'll be, uh, the Tom Sox will be facing the Waynesboro Generals free admission uh, courtesy of Carter Bank and Trust. Uh, we hope to see you there. Deuces. Go Sox.